How are you doing, Eric? This is the Chab Dog Sports Talk Show. We're ADHD hosts that are OCD about our sports. Host Brandon Chabner brings you Eric the Well Red, Frank the Tank. And Boston Mark for sports talk that's breaking news everywhere else. Now here's your host, Brandon Chabner. Hi, hello, everybody. Welcome to. Uh Father's Day edition of Chap Dog Sports Talk. Should be one of our uh, more entertaining shows. They're all entertaining, but we've got a bunch of guests for this one. And uh, I want to wish Happy Father's Day to everybody out there uh, that's celebrating, including our my uh, two colleagues on the line. This is brought to you by uh, Chabner Law, serving Southern California's transactional legal needs, and by uh, Chap Dog Sports Blog for your head of your sports headlines and biting sports commentary. Uh, yeah, we got a great show for you, and uh, we got Eric Sobe on the line, my co-host, Eric the Well Red. How are you, Eric? Hey, Chab Dog. Fantastic. <laughs> Greetings from a gloomy June, Newport Beach. Gloom, June gloom. Yes, it's the same way in Manhattan Beach. Never, sun doesn't come out as much as you would think here in this part of Southern California, but that's okay. The weather's still, okay. you know. Still nothing to complain too much about. Uh, and uh, we got Stan Burr here also from uh, the East Coast, formerly with the Howard County Daily News and the Columbia Flyer, and uh, now a discouraged Orioles and Ravens fan. Oh, boy. How are you, Stan? Well, you know how to hurt somebody, but uh, we, we're used to it. He's training, training uh, this weekend, so uh, it's pretty gloomy out here. But uh, we don't oh, worry about Red it. Sox are, Red Sox are in town, too. That makes it even more more punishing. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had to, we had to go up against Sale yesterday. We did really well. We lost, The day before, we lost 13-2, to two, and yesterday we lost 7-2. to two. So we, we've hit the max of two. So thank God for yeah. They they probably weren't touching Sale, were they? Was he was Sale in that that unhittable form where he just you can't yeah. even see the ball? Ten strikeouts. Yeah. Of yeah. The Orioles, the Orioles have only one hitter in the entire lineup, and that's Trey Mancini. And the rest of them are just you know people that they picked up along the way, but uh, very few of them can can really consistently hit. So that's what you get. And that's what we're going to happen with the Orioles for years to come. Yeah, it's it's just there's no hope in sight, really. Um, they got the leadership from the uh, from the Houston Astros running the show here, 
so maybe they can turn things around. But in order to do that, they're going to have to spend some bucks, and they're going to have to somehow get rid of Chris Davis, holding him down, holding him down. Is he, is he represented by CAA? I know a team will yeah. take him. Yeah. We'll, we'll get rid of him. I know a team will take him. They'll do probably something stupid, give up a good player, too, for him. It's all, it doesn't matter if you can play. All that matters is that you're represented by CAA. He's hitting a lusty 160-something. So, uh, oh, he's, a, he's a perfect Mickey-type player, too. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty sad. Wow, 21, 21 wins. The only Kansas City has one more win at 22 so far. Yeah, and the run differential is horrendous. I, I think they have the worst run differential in the league. Uh, minus 149. You are correct. Boy, you weren't kidding, Stan. I mean, these people are scrubs. Well, they can't hit. They got guys on the team... You can't name the people on the Oriole team other than Mancini. You just can't do it uh, because nobody's ever heard of half of them. They picked them up, you know, from other teams. They got them cheaply, and uh, they're trying to make it through this year, maybe next year. Uh, maybe would, some, would you say they have the roster of an expansion team? The roster is terrible. The roster as is bad terrible. as an expansion team or worse? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's probably... This it's is a good example why baseball Double. cannot expand Double more a. teams because we're already hitting the uh, the dilution limit on talent, right? Oh, no. They're going to expand. It's gonna be, there's going to be uh, 32 teams probably by 2025. But, Tank, doesn't Baltimore, condition of Baltimore and Kansas City right now show that there really isn't room talent-wise for more teams? Well, the uh, keep in mind the Royals only won the World Series a couple of years ago, so they had their chance. They made their shot. They they won it, unlike another team I know. And uh, what what we gonna do? What is happening is now is teams are gonna try to follow the, the Astros model, which is total destruction uh-huh. for a few years, and then build to the draft. They're not well, gonna well, do are pretty good at the total because, because baseball the baseball has changed now. Okay. The, uh, the, the the teams are now leery of the big free agent, of the big multi-year deal. They want to get uh, they want to get all these players between the ages of 25 and 30. Mm-hmm. And if that means biting the bullet for a few years, so they get uh, one year or two, one a uh, couple of years, when all these players get up at the same time, that's what their goal is. They want to be younger, more, and that's that's the whole goal is. Well, not the no, Yankees. They just signed 35-year-old Encarcion. Sorry. Scott. Well, that's the Yankees. The Yankees. The Yankees work on a different planet. Okay. Stan, what's your take on this? The Red Sox got the, uh, the uh, Orioles got the number one uh, college draft or high school draft. He's a hell of a player, a catcher. Hits in both. I think he's right and left-handed. He's fantastic. Uh, he'll probably come through the system very, very quickly because there's probably no resistance. They want to bring them up as fast as they can. Uh, the Yankees are just a team that's a shell of a team. Uh, they might they might make it, but I, I still think the Red Sox will probably catch them at the end. The Yankees are going to get that pitcher, and that's going to be it. Their lineup is just 
unbelievable, and they've had so many injuries. They've yeah, got to get healthy. They're still on top with all those injuries. They're about to get healthy, yeah. and uh, and uh, who's who's going to be the uh, who's going to close out games for the Red Sox? I mean, sure, you're looking at them play the Orioles. I mean, anyone can yeah. look good against the Orioles, but yep. the Red Sox, the Red Sox were playing just 500 baseball just last week, and then they get to play the uh, the weak sisters. I mean, I mean, they won the last two games against the, the Rangers, and then they won the last, and then they won the first two games or uh, against the Orioles. That's why they're four games over. They were they, they were on the verge of going below 500 just a couple days ago. So, yeah. uh, well, keep and that the problem is the Red Sox is the Red Sox bullpen is is they don't have a reliable closer, and that's 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 key. And what I've seen so far at the Red Sox is when they play a team that's that's tough, they have trouble. Yeah. They've lost uh, yeah, the Yankees them they've down lost last four to five to the Yankees so far this year. They had yeah. they did not and play well got... against the Astros. No. I mean uh, it, it, sure, I mean you you could beat up on the Orioles. The Orioles are a triple A team. Yeah. Maybe even a double A team. Shoot. Yeah, if that the, 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 the Orioles, the Orioles are going to so lose 100 games. I mean, the, the question isn't if the Orioles are going to lose 100 games. The question is, can they avoid 110 losses? Yeah. Well, they're going to reach it. They're going to get there. Oh, but Frank I mean, created destruction. They're, they're just tearing it down right now, Baltimore is. They're going to do well in the draft, right? Yeah. This is what the Astros did, did at, the, at the start of the decade. And you see how it paid off. And who's, did, running the, and who's running the show? Skilled management, which most most teams lack both. Who's running the show? Who's running the show for the Orioles? People from the Astros organization. Yeah, that's right. So they they're really? going to do like the Astros did. The Astros lost a hundred, like around a hundred and ten games three straight years. Yes. Yeah. That, that's their plan. They're using the, the Astros plan. And and but, how did, and it paid off. They got they once yeah. they once the players started hitting uh, the majors, once mm-hmm. the uh, once the, uh, the 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 farm system was able to uh, bear fruit. Mm-hmm. They're now one of the best teams in baseball. Uh, won World Series. Uh, went to the uh, ALCS last year, and yep. you know they're right up there again. Great yeah. contention. I mean, I mean they did the American League West is terrible. They're going to win that division easily. And uh, from there, you never know. I, I think I think it's, 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 it's pretty logical to see them at least get back to the ALCS. Well, they it's get pretty some hard to argue against minor, that, they, What they're doing is building up their minor league system um, now. They're trying to rebuild the minor league system um, the same way the Cubs and some other teams did. First thing they did is break down the system and go down to the minor leagues, build that system up. And that's the only way that you can come back, unless you want to spend a lot of money. And the Orioles don't want to spend a lot of money because they got burned. But, you, but when you, by the time people get there, oh boy, by the time people yeah. get to free agency, yeah, they're already getting past their prime. Well, it's one yeah, nothing U.S. in the uh, women's World Cup. Through the nose for them. 
Well, Are you, you watching know, you the Women's World Cup? Huh. What was that, Stan? No, I just I just think that, that that right now it's pretty pathetic in Baltimore. We have well, if you if you piece together Washington and Baltimore as one entity, it's pretty sad. There's not much going on in either area. Well, the Nationals blew it. The Nationals yes. had a team, they blew it. They had their yep. chances. They couldn't win big playoff games. Uh, that strategy of shutting down Steven Strasburg at the end of that season has blown up in their face. Uh, their inconsistency at managing. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, they fired uh, Dusty Baker because he couldn't win a playoff series, and uh, Dave Martinez is just a total. Bo- is just a total bonehead. Well, they're, they're 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 starting to attack Martinez here in the in the press a little bit. I don't they know like how him. he's not been fired yet. He actually well, might be the like, only manager that's worse than Mickey Calloway. They like him personally. They like him personally. He's a pretty. That team last open. year. That team last year should never have been that mediocre. Yeah. That team should have contended for the division last year. Yeah. I know. And they got a lot of young talent. They got a lot of young talent. They have. Okay, starting pitching. Their bullpen's bad, but well, they got the bullpen's not that bad. No, their bullpen's bad. But Doolittle is pretty good. Yeah, but so, I I saw that the Mets, the Mets have a they, they have a nine ERA against the Mets, the uh, Nationals bullpen. Yeah, well, they keep on shoveling people in and out, in and out. Yeah, I've never heard of half of the players that they bring in. Uh, they had the a guy this thing. year, uh, Trevor Rosendahl, who once went yeah. there, who, who actually had a couple of good Cardinals. years with the Cardinals. Um, he, used be, he used to be lights out. He, at the beginning of the year, his first four outings, didn't retire a batter and had an ERA of infinity. Yep. Yep. He had good stuff. I don't understand that. He used to have good stuff. I think he had like an arm injury, and now he's trying to come back, and he's a shell of his former self. Yeah. Huh. But I, I, yeah, like uh, like two weeks into the season, his ERA was infinity. <laughs> I even heckled him at City Field. I uh, I called him Buzz Lightyear. This is ERA oh, to infinity to. and beyond. Yeah. Frank, look, at, Perfect. look what happened to the Braves. They want to bring up Dennis Keiko from the from the uh, from the minors. Yeah. Um, and he got shelled yesterday. Absolutely shelled. Dallas Keiko. Yeah, Dennis Keiko. Dallas Keiko. Dennis, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. He got <laughs> thirty one years thirty one years old, got shelled. He gave up uh, three runs and eleven hits in seven innings. Well that's the a spring training start. That's a spring training start. I wouldn't worry unless he's doing that in two weeks. Well, they don't know if they're going to bring him up. They're going to keep him down there. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, you got to. That, that, that tells you you got to give him some more time. You got to let him get him uh, get his 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 uh, mechanics back. Yeah. My boy, I'm telling you, he's missing some mechanics somewhere. The ball was flying all over. That's the why. Place. Uh, that's what you have to be training for. You know, it's an interesting thing. The question that I have for you, Frank, and Eric. Will um, Will Sale finish the season? No. He usually does not. He usually fails. He starts to go down later in the season. 
It usually yeah, starts goes, in August is when he starts to break down. Yeah. August. Yep. Okay. So that'll be left with, uh, with uh, what's his name? The other lefty, uh, Price. Rodriguez. And and Rodriguez. And, and uh, what's his name? Gary the Lord Porcello. And I'm not Porcello's sure. Porcello's not had a good year. Yeah, I'm not no. sure that's good. I don't think that's a recipe uh, for winning. He's been though. okay lately. He's, Porcello's ball's starting to move more lately. I I, I don't think he's going to be a problem. No, yeah. Porcello will come around, though. <laughs> not like he's permanently injured yeah. or there's something but permanently just, wrong. They, 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 they need a reliever. Maybe they could yeah. maybe they could fix uh, Jerry Smilia. That would be a good move for them. They don't have a bullpen. Yeah, maybe Jerry like, Smilia well, would have go dog. to Boston and find his arm. Closer. Yeah. Yeah, have a closer. I mean, uh, I think Jerry Smilia would uh, would look good in a Boston uniform. No, I, I don't think so. You can keep him, Frank. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah he would look good in a Boston uniform. Juries, I just, I just hung one familiar. You know when he left the game to Sandra yeah. Bowen the other day, he was actually blowing kisses at the fucking fans. <laughs> and then Mickey Calloway says, "Oh, that's just Jerry's. You know, fans just take it too seriously. You know, they should just enjoy being at the ballpark and getting some nice oxygen in their air. You know, it's it's not that bad to lose. They they." they he put too much pressure on us sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, the fans, they take it way too seriously. Oh, the Mets fans. Frank, yeah, they should. What about this kid? <laughs> Frank, uh, are you looking number. forward, Frank, to hearing uh, Mark sing Gloria? Oh, it's, it, uh, I'm living for it right now. Do you want to hear, I, you I, hear my, ver- my version of Gloria? I did one. Here, it I'll couldn't be worse than Brett Hall. Did you hear Brett Hall's version of it yesterday? Gloria, you're always on the run now, running after somebody. You gotta get him somehow. I think you've got to slow down before you start to blow it. I think you're heading for a breakdown, so be careful not to show it. You really don't remember. Was it something that he said? All the voices in your head calling Gloria, <laughs> Gloria. You know the interesting thing is, I have a question about this Frank and Eric, the um, in the in the hockey thing. The Bruins go to uh, they play St. Louis in St. Louis, and they bomb the next to the last game five to one. Then they yes. come to the Boston Garden, and Boston blows it in the in the Boston. Or what do they call it now? I don't know what they call it the Boston Garden. But they TD play, Garden. They blow. TD Garden. Yeah. I thought that was really strange. I figured once they blew out St. Louis in St. Louis. You know what the problem was? I I think I thought so too. But you know what? Uh, you know people overlooked. The uh, Blues were better on the road in the postseason than they were at home. They were six and seven at home. Which is the first time that's ever happened. Yeah. And they were, they Frank, were, uh... Frank, what, when, before that last game, the seventh game, did you give St. Louis a shot at that? No. I didn't either. I gave them no shot. But you know what? You know, the, you know the thing is? Hockey has a great equalizer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you have a goalie, that. if you have yep. a goalie that is... Hot. 
standing on his head, uh-huh. you could steal a game. Yeah. If you have a goalie that has a great game, yeah, you could win. And at one point, it was, uh, I think it was after two periods, uh, Boston was out shooting St. Louis 23 to 9. And they were down to nothing. As a matter yep. of fact, at the, be- at the beginning of the game, the first period, Boston was shelling Bimington, absolutely shelling him from every angle you can imagine. And he kicked every one of them out. But, it, but the bullets were coming from every direction. And I think if one of those goals play. go in, yeah. if one of those goals go in, yeah. the Bruins win the game. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were, they were just attacking. And, and it looked like St. Louis hadn't had a shot on goal when I saw them. They had nothing. And all of a sudden... And then, and then what, what happened? The Bruins got that one goal. The, 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 the Blues got that one goal, and that was teams of home momentum. They got the, they, they had a two nothing lead after the first period. Uh, nobody scored in the second period, and then when the and then in the third period when the when the uh, Bruins got desperate, they had a press, so they had to send forward, forwards out there that exposed the, yeah, the, the the back, and the Blues had to make one one or two good passes. And then they got an easy goal. I left in the first period. Somebody rang the doorbell. I went to the doorbell to talk to somebody. I came back in a couple minutes, and the score was two to nothing. I said, yep. what the sometimes hell? it sometimes it just takes an, an odd bounce. Uh-huh. I've seen that many times in hockey. It, it's the great equalizer, the goalie. I didn't believe, and once again, I didn't believe or agree with who they gave the most valuable player to. They should have given it to Bimington. Bimington did yeah, you, know uh, you can make an argument for Bimington, but uh, guess who scored that first goal for the uh, Blues? O'Reilly? Yep. O'Reilly. Guess, uh, yeah. O'Reilly like, had, really? O'Reilly had, like, uh, scored uh, scored a point in every game in the finals, either in his yeah. sister or a goal. And uh, <laughs> he had, like... Uh, Five or six game-winning goals in the entire postseason. Holy cow, U.S. is tied. I had no they call problem. That, oh, no, they're calling it offside. I didn't have any problem with O'Reilly winning. I thought Bimington. But I had a problem in the last in the World Series last year when they didn't give it to Price. Because hmm. I thought Price held the Red Sox together in that last game. Hmm. And they gave it. I, I, I didn't agree with that at all. You know what? Who'd that series is a blowout. Who'd they give it to? No, no. Who'd no. they give it to? Pierce. Wasn't so, it Pierce they gave it to? Pierce. Oh. They gave it to Steve yeah. Pierce. <laughs> yeah, we got another was... caller on. Um, and uh, she's a Red Sox fan. How are you doing, Deborah? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? <clears throat> big Red Sox fan. Welcome and, uh, to the yeah, I love the Red Sox. Yeah. Don't be talking that want, shit about them. <laughs> we have a, one of our callers from Boston also likes the Red Sox, too, Deborah. So you're, you two are going to get along real chummy there. Yeah. Yeah. When, oh, boy. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's going to be Screw the USA Day. Well, it wasn't for the Red Sox. <laughs> 
if it wasn't for the Red Sox playing in Baltimore yesterday, they would have had no attendance from the Orioles. Thank God for the Red Sox. Got in. Because all the Red Sox fans went to Baltimore. That's why. <laughs> you have to follow them on the road. Yeah. Whereabouts are you from in Boston? I'm not from Boston. I'm from Florida, but I lived I'm... in Boston Where for about 10 Florida? years. And... Oh, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I have a, I have a place in Florida, also in Bradenton. Yeah, I only go there to uh, for my charity causes. I don't really mm-hmm. go to Florida anymore. Too many um, people I don't want to be around. Well, you didn't sound like you had a Boston accent. Oh no, <laughs> I'm Southern all the way. Yeah. I was going to say, are you guys in California? Some of us are, yes. Some of us are, yes. Okay, some is on the east and some is on the west because I didn't know what to say. Good morning or good afternoon to California. I'm glad I don't live there. Or good afternoon to New York and I'm glad I don't live there. (laughs) I'm in Maryland. Okay, I wouldn't live there either. (laughs) Are you a Gator fan? We are near... Yes, I'm a Gator fan, but I'm more pro. I'm Boston strong across the board. Did you ever watch uh, Florida Gator baseball? Yeah. I, I went to that college when I first went to college, and then I went to Boston to finish my college. Nice. How about your former first baseman down in uh, yeah. the University of Florida? He's off to a pretty good start in his career. Yeah, he is. He's doing pretty good. I'm not I mean, watching he, a lot of them. I, mean, I gotta get the recap. He hit one off the third deck yesterday at City Field. I didn't watch that game because I was watching the Red Sox. But uh, there's not been a lot good going on with the Mets. But yeah, Pete Alonso, former Florida Gator, that's. That's probably about to be the, the the brightest light right now in a dim city, and uh, yeah. I, I just I'm just afraid that uh, since he's not represented by CAA, the Mets will trade him oh. away. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah, I thought about that. Uh oh. Yeah, maybe he can come to the Dodgers. He's welcome with the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Well, all that yeah. ma- it doesn't matter if you can play. All that matters is you're represented by CAA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the Dodgers neither. It's either the Red Sox or nothing. Got it? It's now, it, well, here's the team we I could all agree that. on. It's now 2 0 US. Who is that? Who? It's 2 0 US women's national team. And they're yeah, like, I'm not they're, into they're, that. They're, 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 going, uh, they're going overboard on the celebrations again. Oh, <laughs> Like tearing off their shirts and going full capital L. No, one of the players just trying to laugh and is like blowing kisses to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> well, yeah, I wish uh, they'd uh, their water bottles while each other. Uh, you know, they really, you know, I usually don't believe in women. Uh, I mean, the, the, the women don't fall as much as the men. But there's one sport where the women should be paid more than the men. And that's the U.S. Women's National Team. Yeah, yeah I agree 100% on that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, they're they're so good. Mm-hmm. They are. I mean, good. I don't know if they'll win. I don't know if they'll win the World Cup again, but they're so good. They deserve I to be rewarded. I think they will. Well, I they think might. They're gonna win it. I, I no, mean, they're, they're, I'm a I believer, mean, and I think they're gonna win. I mean, no is, ifs, ands, buts about it. Don't even try it. <laughs> it it's gonna be tough, but winners. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise winners. me. We are winners. Winners. You have to remember that your teams are always winners. We never lose. Even if we you, lose the game, we're still winners. Are you still back in the Patriots and the Bruins? Yes, and Celtics, and um, oh, yeah, oh, I hated that game with the Bruins, man. I took the Bruins all the way. I was so disappointed in that, man. That just wasn't right. Something I like that little girl. I like that little girl, like I, that, I little girl that got the. They gave the little cut. They gave the cup to uh, let her uh, hold the cup. Uh, that there's oh, that, yeah. uh, She's like uh, a. Uh, they flew her in from St. Louis. She's got a rare, like, blood cancer or blood uh, disorder. Yes, and, I um, know the type of disease she has. Yeah, they did a lot of things for her. Yeah, you they did. What, you saw what happened in the parade today, right? Or yesterday, whenever yeah. it was. They get yes, hit with rain like crazy. Yeah, oh, I no. know. That was awful. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, I... I, I need to properly introduce Deborah. She's a she's actually a accomplished uh, dancer. You do charity uh, work for the the troops, is that right? And you dance? Yes, I do. We're called the Dancing Queen. Uh, what what kind of dance? Yeah. We we dance like you know, uh, not stripping, but we put our choreography together and make up dances on our own. And there's thirty six of us. We have six men and 30 women, so we have to have some men to kind of throw us sometimes. But we do like hard dancing, you know. We got to stick our butts and do a lot of stomping, stepping, and paint little costumes and show our ass, you know, just put it all yeah. out there so everybody that's there, they yeah. get a good shot. Speaking of asses, I've got, a, I've got a special song for, for this, so I have to welcome you in here. Down on the corner by the traffic lights, everybody's looking as she goes by. They turn their heads and they watch her till she's gone. Lord have mercy. Baby's got her blue jeans on Up by the bus stop And across the street Open up their windows To take a peek How she goes walking Rocking like a rolling stone Heaven help us Baby's got her blue jeans on Just comes naturally. Now the 
girl can't help it Well, up on Main Street By the taxi stand There's a crowd of people And a traffic jam She don't look back Baby's got her blue jeans on. Okay, well, that's I love that. That was a cool song. <laughs> yeah, very apropos, you know. If you go well, on to YouTube, I don't know if I can say this, but we have videos that play on that area. And we have commercials and stuff on Facebook for the Dancing Queens. And, and the last one we just put up <laughs> is called Snap Rhythm Mix. And it's a great video of the Dancing Queens. And we raised 50000 for that one video for the troop. The family's back oh, home, so we did damn good. Hey, definitely send that to me, all right? I sure will. I'll send it to you because that's a. They don't know how we dance. Because we have we have a lot of videos that come out and commercials, and we travel ten months out of the year to raise as much as we can for the troops, mostly in Afghanistan and the families, and then we travel a charity that's called Red Blood Sales, and that's where people have to go and get eight pints of blood every single day of their life because we have no cure for that disease. And that little girl you were talking about, she has that disease. She has to have blood every single day. So I feel for those people out there that have to live like that. So you ever see that post anywhere, always donate. No matter what it is, just donate. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Yeah, like it. Well, uh, you know, Frank, Frank is himself a dancer. He's he's got some footage uh, wiggling on the floor. Uh, maybe oh maybe my. he can join you sometime. <laughs> maybe he could be a special dance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he wants to strip or what, but uh, it's up to Frank. No stripping. Now we don't strip. There's no stripping. You can hear that dance you have to keep the clothes on. Yeah. Hey, what do you think? What do you think about this Anthony Davis going to L.A.? Uh, NBA sucks. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> does, that make, uh, does that make does that make the uh, the uh, Lakers a favorite? Hell no, uh, I, I hate, hate the Lakers. Lakers. I hate no. no, no, it's gonna be fixed. They're gonna win it. The NBA wants LeBron in the A Finals. The NBA wanted the ESPN wants Brian Windhorst meets. Brian Wainhorst needs it. Who else is going to, no, who else is going to listen to Brian? What, what, what's Brian Wainhorst going to do if they can't win? I mean, he was irrelevant the last two months. They need their, they need their Brian Wainhorst back. He can always eat a salami sandwich. <laughs> I only will talk about the Celtics. I can care less about the Lakers, the Warriors, or... Raptors, whoever, I just it felt it. Larry Bird, I love, I love him. Three nothing. What? Well, that's happening fast. 
Hey, Tank, here's a question for you. If if the Celtics had gotten into the finals against Golden State, the way that Golden State was breaking down, do you think the Celtics would have won yeah. that series? Yes. Yeah, yes. I, th- I think so, too. I agree. Yeah. The Celtics were going to get you know? there because, yeah, for some reason, Kyrie Irving just did not work with that team. They, 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 yeah. they, they, they needed Kyrie Irving to, uh, to strain a hamstring. If, if Kyrie Irving would have strained a hamstring... They might have won. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. he just didn't match. He didn't. The 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 Celtics were always better off without Kyrie Irving, and I'm worried about I that. Agree. Because, I, because Kyrie yeah. Irving's gonna end up on my team. Mm-hmm. I, oh, I, I, I don't like him, and he he didn't seem like a team player, but he didn't have the love for the Celtics. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have the love there. Well. Well, uh, and hopefully he'll have the love for Brooklyn next year because that's where I think he's going to end up. Yeah, well, well good for him. That's what, that, yeah, that's what I heard, too. When he first went to the Celtics, they were praising him like crazy. They said that uh-huh. they had championship was in their grasp now with Kyrie Irving. I remember mm-hmm. reading in the Boston newspapers how much Irving was going to bring the championship to Boston. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, what happened? I think he played bad just to play bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Kyrie Irving actually grew up a uh, what you call fan, a uh, Nets fan when they were in Jersey. He he's a Jersey boy. Oh, oh that's so where he's from. I didn't know that. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, he's from he's from West Orange. That's why he wasn't no good for the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he's there to sabotage. Secret agent, man. That, that's what I said. I said he was not playing. He's, he's doing it for throwing tempers and doing it for attention. Just, he just wasn't a good player. I never liked him the whole season. Has he become never. a player? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Celtic player, uh, Deborah? I really don't have a favorite because to me they're like new to me. They keep bringing and people in and taking people out, and you never knew actually who was going to be playing that night because Danny just just kept moving them. The players around, I thought, you know, I like Danny and I watched him play and stuff, but. This year was a long year, and I had I didn't bet on them because I just didn't think we would have it, and I was right we didn't have it. So I, I don't really have a favorite. I'm hoping that I that our team will be better next year, and that's what I'm waiting to see what Danny's gonna do and if he's gonna stay there too. You know I don't know about his health. There he seemed mm-hmm. to get through it, but still you know you never know. Who's your favorite? Yeah. Uh, my favorite. Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, Larry Bird's my all-time favorite Celtic. That's for sure. Yeah. I yeah, also I like love Kevin him. Well, I actually have a. a oh an, an yeah, odd, I love Kevin. Yeah, I love Kevin too. I have an oddity. <laughs> I have an oddity yeah. for my all-time favorite Celtic. Yeah. Yeah, and... he also be my all-time favorite basketball player. Danny Ainge. Cool. 
Oh, yes, of course. You know, you know, back in the 80s and it was just those five guys, they killed. They were killers. I, mean, I just, they lo- were I just killed. loved I love the aggressiveness that Danny Ainge played with. Yeah, but they don't match up to Bill Russell. Well, Bill yeah. Russell, come on. That's, that's, yeah, I don't care for him. Here. He's a different exactly. strategy. I mean, he's He's royalty. Bill Russell's royalty. But he so is, is not Bill. Larry Bird. So is Bob yeah, he's Cooper. not an offensive player. Bill Russell was better yeah. than Larry Bird. Bill Russell was better than Larry Bird. Larry no. Bird is a great player. No, no, Bill Russell. Bill Russell. No, no. no Bill Russell's better. Bill Russell's better. No, I don't agree. No. All, all <laughs> I gotta say is eleven championships in thirteen seasons. Okay, but did you see him? Did you watch how Larry Bird played? I mean, the man had the moves. They could not stop him. When Larry went for the move and made that point, he made it go in one way or another. They're different position players. One's one's a center, one's a forward. I I don't care. He the floor, asshole. You ever see Bill Russell play defense? Bill Russell was one of the best defensive players of all time. You bet he, he was. was. Okay. He was, he he could was see the best. I mean, uh, they didn't have defensive player of the year back then. I guarantee you if they did, he would have won it every season he played. Oh, bullshit on that. Bullshit. bullshit. No. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> no, Bill Russell did that's what he won. Oh, That's why the Celtics always won. He's against Bill Russell's defense. Sure. Okay, I'll give you the defense for him, but he is never, ever going to be a Larry Bird or a Kevin McHale or Danny. <laughs> He's not going to be those five. There's just no way in hell. You're missing all great no. players. But Bill Russell is arguably one of the one of the five best of all time. In the league. Okay, in your book. In the league. In the league. History. In History your of the book. league. No, in everybody's in your book. book. <laughs> no, I'm just. Bill Russell is so. It, if you ask me, Bill Russell's better than Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain, and that's that's always been a big debate. I've always liked Russell better than Chamberlain. Is of what Russell No, see, I like did. Chamberlain better than Russell. There you go. Oh, yeah, every, he, time he he like head, every time they went head-to-head in the playoffs, Russell kicked Chamberlain Russell back. Won. Russell always won. Yeah, Russell won seven out, of, seven out of eight playoff matchups against Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell won. Seven out of eight. I, okay, congratulations to him, but I still like uh, Chamberlain. I, I didn't ever like Russell, I just didn't like him. He wasn't a fan favorite. No, there's reasons for that. There's reasons for that, and they're not exactly good reasons. Yeah, let's well, tell me one. Yeah, but he didn't go raw on our chest on anyone's head, did he? Did you like Walt Chamberlain because you thought he was... Did you like Walt Chamberlain because you thought he was kind of cute or something? Uh, is, is he Because he, he's so no. big and, and manly? No, I just thought he was a good player. But I don't look at men and women 
bodies or faces or butts or whatever in sport. I look at their stats. I watch them play, how hard they play in the game, what they put into uh, the game, how they're a team. That's what I look at. So get their mind out of the dirty clothes there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, because, like, when, like I watch watch women's tennis, when I'm watching women's when I'm watching women's tennis players, they're looking. If they're good looking, it does kind of uh, influence me a little bit. It's it's hard. It's hard to put yeah. that away from my mind. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Barry Bird wasn't good looking at all, and women loved him. If you're a Celtic fan, you should have mentioned John Havlicek. I love yeah, John Havlicek. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Yes. That was he, was, he had a unique style. Yeah, he did. I love I loved the way he, he got it done, man. He, when you ever went to a pro football game, did you ever watch the cheerleaders? Of course. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when it was your break time and the cheerleaders, that cheerleader was the cheerleader. So I would well, get up and game? go get a beer and go back. Uh-huh. Well, of course, because you're a woman, so you don't though, care about the cheerleaders. No, exactly. I was a cheerleader in, in junior high and high school. It's fun. I bet it's you great were. to show your ass off. You get a lot yeah, of attention, but I, I'm wicked afraid at it. When you see my video and see my butt, ooh, going to knock you out. <laughs> Looking forward to it. I, I'm sorry, but I'm proud of my butt. <laughs> Sometimes butts make money. That's the best thing about. Uh, well, I don't know where Mark is. We are the heirs of that first revolution. What? Me? Something tells me he's a little afraid of uh, of his uh, of us hearing his uh, singing debut on the uh, radio. Yeah, paying up. He's got to pay up, but. uh... Well, can you tell us the etymology of the song Gloria and why it's made this association here? Okay, yeah, I know what happened. <laughs> it was uh, in January when the uh, Blues were in last place. They were. Mm-hmm. They went to a Philadelphia bar, and the oh, no. the uh, it was when the, the Eagles were playing the Bears in the and uh, in that playoff game. Uh, mm-hmm. The next day, uh, they were going to debut a rookie goalie. That was Jordan Binghamton, who, by the way, has been a journeyman minor leaguer. He, so he's not a prospect. This guy is like right. a total, like, out of nowhere, fourth string goalie. He's been in the minors for eight years. Came up this oh. year and, uh, and uh, did, did what he did. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so they're trying to get their mind off of uh, hockey. They're watching football. And this bar won a contest by singing the song Gloria. So, like, during all the uh, timeouts, they'd keep playing it over mm-hmm. and over and over again. So the St. Louis Blue players started, got stuck in their head. So the next <laughs> day, they're still singing the song, they're still hearing the song in their head, and they win the game. So uh-huh. out of superstition, they play it the next day. They win again. <laughs> then they play it again. They win again. All of a sudden, it's an 11 game winning streak, and Gloria becomes their anthem. Yep. Damn. Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Horrible. It, it, it's yeah. almost like yeah. it, it, it's almost like the, the the St. Louis Blues are like a a movie this year. They were last place. They fired their coach. They they, they couldn't find a, a consistent goalie, so they finally went to uh, this guy that's been in the toiling in the minors since uh, 2011. Then they called him up, and he just has a magical run. They and they turned their whole season around. They make the playoffs and then they go win the Stanley Cup. And the song Gloria is like becomes their anthem. Damn. Yeah, I don't story. really care for that song. <laughs> no. No, to have it stuck in my no, mind. Is no, I can't stand no, it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to listen to something else when I get off here because I am not going to be singing no Gloria. How about the, uh, how about the, uh, how about the guy I know? Uh, uh, Benny, uh, you know him better as uh, YP Young Page Views. He uh, has his chinchilla, and all of a sudden the chinchilla became a star of this thing too. Oh yeah. They okay. The, I know they, put the, they put the chinchilla in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Why Everybody does something for a reason. What the hell is a chinchilla? I've done more for the Mets than Bobby Bonilla's done the last 16 years. <laughs> it's it that rat thing, that, mo- that, that, that rodent. You know that rodent, the guy dancing around with the rodent? Yeah. <laughs> the guy dancing That's in his a- uh, boxer shorts with the St. Louis Blues jacket? That's a giant yeah. chinchilla. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a chinchilla. That's, a, that's what it's called. They call that thing a chinchilla. Pretty that ugly, yeah. That that sounds that sounds pretty gay to me. Is that like is that like a gerbil or something? Uh, bigger than a gerbil. Oh, it's like a, it looks like a, it looks like a, like it's cross between a gerbil and a ferret. <laughs> a ferret. Oh, hey, he's not that. No, not a ferret. A ferret. Ferret, okay, that's what I was thinking, Ferret. I've misunderstood you there, but yeah, they're still ugly. And nasty. And they stink. They're not popular. You know what? I hate to say this, but as long as I've been a Bruins fan since 1981, I didn't know what the Bruins stood for until I seen the guys get a tattoo after the um we we were our third game of the playoffs. And when I saw it on Facebook, I messaged to see what the hell was that, and I never knew it was a freaking bear. I seen that bear <laughs> out there all the time on the ice, but I didn't know what the hell he was. <laughs> I, and I hate to say yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Where, where did they yeah. come up with that, though, for Bruins? Um, uh, jeez. Uh, when the uh, Bruins were being founded, uh, I think the guy had like a bearskin rug or something like that, or a picture of a bear, and he decided to make the uh, name the team Bruins. Okay, because I couldn't figure that out. I mean. T- and I hate to say it, like I said, I kind of grew up watching them because we don't have hockey in the South, you know, until na- you, 
these last years, but it's, I think it's stupid to have hockey in the South when we don't have no damn snow. But anyway, I didn't know what he was and what it stood for, and then so I seen that tattoo, and the guy said, it's a bear, it's the Bruins, and I'm like, son of a bitch. I felt stupid. <laughs> Do you know what the mascot is for Celtic? The leprechaun, isn't it? Uh, a drunk Irishman? A drunk Irishman. Yeah. The I'm making sure I, I know my mascot. Yeah. What? And the Red Sox have a mascot. He's called the uh, Green Monster, I think. Yeah, exactly. They have two mascots now. I was going to oh, say, yeah, yeah, we have a second one. Yeah, the Red Sox have two mascots. They have they? Wally the Green Monster. Yes. And this one's a little lame. Wally has a little sister now named Tessie. <laughs> <laughs> Tessie? Tessie. Where the hell did that oh come God. from? Yeah. It does sound like a pony running around. I mean, come on now. Who comes up with this stuff? Well, th- that's in this song. Uh, the uh, when the uh, oh, okay. when the uh, Red Sox beat the uh, Pirates in the first World Series, the yeah. uh, Royal Rooters sung uh, a song uh, called uh, "Tessie" in an off-key way, off-color, off-key way, and it like really like frustrated Honest uh, Wagner, who was like. Well, it's like this, like, teetotering, uh, temperance movement, no tobacco, no smoke, no, uh, no filthy language type. <laughs> no I mean, uh, yeah. Honus Wagner basically was a Puritan. The greatest shortstop of all time, in my opinion, but he was a, he was, he was a very straight guy. <laughs> I mean, mm. you realize, you realize that, uh, in 1911, uh, they came out with baseball cards, and this uh, they were uh, back then. Baseball cards, your boy, tell you about. They talk about how times have changed. Baseball cards are yeah. on packs of cigarettes. No, I never knew that. Yes, in 19 uh, the early uh, the, the, in the teens, baseball cards came in packs of cigarettes, and Hannes Wagner, Hannes Wagner objected. To a tobacco company using his image in a in a baseball card, so they halted production of his card. Hey, what was his first oh. name? Honus Wagner. It wasn't Honus. No. No. Okay. So what was his first name? See what his real first name was. I don't know, Dirk. Dirk. So anyway, Honus Wagner. Honus Wagner, they, they had to pull all these cards of him. So it's a rare card, but there's still a few of them out there. And the card okay. like sold, sold like at auction one time for like $5 million. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I got to find some. It's the, most, it's the most expensive baseball card in the world is this Honus yeah. Wagner tobacco card. That's good. Mm-hmm. Got to get your hands on that. Yeah. I think Tank, only Tank knows all the statistics. Deborah Tank knows all the statistics. 
I mean, it sells it every now and then. It, it, it sells and it sells. It, it, the card sells for like a couple of million dollars every time it gets sold. Uh, one uh, what's, uh, one time the guy it was it was actually owned uh, the guy that the uh, the con man that owned the Los Angeles Kings had the card. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he had it, it got so- sold. It sold for a couple of million dollars. Damn. I wish I'd have been that person for that couple million dollars. If I have to work all year long to make millions of dollars for our charities, my ass is tired by 10 months. Time to sit down and rub it. (laughs) Frank, check check on that wagon. Yeah, I'm surprised I have a plucky for that. All right, hold on, hold on, Miss Wagner. Let me see what his first name was. Oh, here it is. It's Jonas Peter Honus Wagner. Yeah. How do you spell the first name? J-O-H-A-N-N-E-S. I have it. I have his autograph. Oh, man. I got a lot of baseball cards. I got to look through that. (laughs) Well, his his, uh, autograph is not that uncommon. Because for yeah. years, for years, he was a, uh, what you call? A, uh, coach for the Pirates. Manager. Yeah. What, one thing I want to say to Brandon, that when the Patriots what? play their team, you're going to lose. Yeah. I, I know, uh, I get reminded about that all the time, but... Okay, we, won the last game. Game. Yeah, we won the last game, if you remember. Yeah, but the Steelers off. beat the Patriots last time they played, so remember that. Yeah, so, did they win well, the championship? There you go. Are we no, tired? Yes, we are. Are we going to get seven? Yes, we will. You see, the NFL came out with the strength of... Uh, uh, of their games, who's got the easiest schedule next year? Or this they year? The Patriots. 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 Uh, you, yeah. see, you see, that's, that's the, they, they are evil. They are evil. <laughs> well, that's, that's the East. I mean, Miami, play better football, Miami, and this wouldn't happen. Well, they can't because they're incompetent. They're, they're in the division with two teams. They're playing chess. The uh, the Jets are the, the Jets are playing shoots and ladders. The Dolphins are stuck in Candyland, and the Bills just see that spinning knee and they go, wee, <laughs> Exactly. I, I I only liked the Miami Dolphins when Dan Marino was the quarterback. When he left, oh, he I never pulled for him anymore. Well, you uh, did like Dan Marino. What? Did like Dan Marino? Yeah, I like Dan Marino. When he was my quarterback. Well, because he was like about five years ahead of me in the same college, and I knew him, but I didn't know he was gonna make it that big. Mm. Wow. Oh. Did you have a crush on him or something? Yes, I did. He was gorgeous. And he had a muscle butt. I like muscle butt. 
Can't blame her. Mm. Most football players have some nice asses, but I don't pull for them for their asses now. I always check them out when they're in their regular clothes and they're talking bullshit. Yeah. When they're in their uniforms, we got to play ball. Well, he could play the game, yeah. that's for sure. We're coming up on our oh, break. We here, have so, a notable uh, absence. We have a notable I absence. Mark Caruso, if you don't call in and get your ass on the line, you're going to lose a lot of respect around here because you made a bet. It's time for you to pay up. I put my glory out there. It's time for you to show yours. What? <laughs> I have We're going to be back Mark, in a Mark will show up. We're going to be back in five minutes. Deborah, hang on. We'll be back for the second hour. And the second hour gets even better. Yeah, go get yourself Brandon, All right, Stan, nice talking to you, Stan. Thank you so much, Stan. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Frank, you can you can say if you want or not. It's up to you. You're welcome. I enjoy it. I mean, uh, I mean, what what the, when am I going to hear my payoff? Of uh, is he going to have to see you next I, week when I'm on? Exactly. I guess so. No, stick around, Frank, if you can. <laughs> you want to get your payoff. Fun times in Cleveland again. New Cleveland. Hey there, Chab Dog fans. Oh, oh, come here. Join us tonight at 7 p.m. for the Chab Dog broadcast of the second half of the Cavs versus Warriors game. Warriors, come out to play. With Chab Dog will be special guests Renee, Stuart, Frank, and Eric phoning in. And give those Irish hoodlums a drink down there. There's only one Irishman here. Yeah. It's a celebration, fellas. We'll be breaking down all the action. Our economy's based on LeBron James. It's the Chab Dog Blogcast here tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. Join us for some live action. It'll be fun. We'll be breaking down the game and giving you details you're not going to find anywhere else. Our main export is crippling depression. It's the Chab Dog Blogcast here tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific. We're We're at Detroit! Further down, to the right. You know, I thought sure that Mongo would just mash him up in the little bitty sheriff meatballs. I just don't understand it. Be still, Taggart. Yes, sir. My mind is a raging torrent. Flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. Oh, darn it, Mr. Lamar. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. Shit kicker. Wait a minute. That's it. Of course. And it will work. Elementary cactus head. The beast has failed. And when the beast fails, it's time to call in beauty. Yes, of course. She's never failed me before. She'll turn him into jelly. She'll bring him to his knees. Oh, I'm kind of busy now. Where's my froggy? 
Where's my foggy? I I didn't see it want to come in. Well, look, damn your eyes. Look for it. I'm trying to get back on it. Good. Sorry, sir. Hurry. Find it. Get it. Get it. Will you look around? Give it to me. Hurry. Quick, Jagger. It's just tough. I'm getting... I'm getting flooded with phone calls all the oh, time. Close one. The mess keeps just. Daddy loves Froggy. Up. Froggy loves Daddy. It's like uh, I don't get to survive. I I I feel like every time I Rip post it. a food picture or something like that, I get like ripped on Twitter. It it, it it's like it's depressing. So I feel like and rape. You said rape twice. I like rape. <laughs> Charming. Sign right here. Very good. Badge. Next! Qualifications? Arson, armed robbery, ma'am. Wait a moment. What have you got in your mouth? Nothing. Nothing, eh? Lyle. Gum. Chewing gum online, eh? I hope you brought enough for everybody. I didn't know there was going to be so many. Boy, is he strict. Gotta get in there close and find out what's happening. There's our ticket. Hey, boys! Look what I got here! Hey, where are the white women at? Man, that was pretty. I like that. Be ready to attack Rock Ridge at noon tomorrow. Here's your badge. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges! <laughs> Qualifications? Stampeding cattle. That's not much of a crime. Through the Vatican? Kinky. Sign here. Oh. <coughs> well, Rat, how many times have I told you to wash up after weekly cross-burning? <laughs> See, it's coming off. Oh. Oh. And now, for my next impression... Jesse Owens! Seize them! Catch them! Catch them! Burn up, men! We'll head them off at the pass! Head them off at the pass? I hate that cliché. <laughs> All right, we're back. 
Uh, Hello. Yes, we're back. We just took our little little break at ten o'clock and uh, uh, just uh, played a few clips. I don't know if you heard any of that. Oh yeah, I listened. You like you like uh, you ever seen Blazing Saddles? Oh yeah, several times. That's a good show. Good movie, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I guess, Frank, you're not going to get your payoff from Mark today. I, I don't know what to say. He, he's chickened mm-hmm. out. No, it's coming. I, I was pretty surprised. He's, you know, he's a, he's a tough guy. You know, he's not not one to back down from a, of a challenge. Well, we're learning a lot of his character today. We're, we're doing what? Yeah. Learning a lot about his character today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many times have I taken shit from him? Yeah. Pretty much every you've time. You've taken it. You've, you've eaten it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Deborah, you you uh you listen to this show, right? So you've you've heard you know who we're talking about, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. And uh, you said you had some friends that uh, have also heard this, and li- and li- you listen to it sometimes with your your friends. Is that right? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Booze and friends. Mostly it's just us girls, but we have a good time. <laughs> but I gotta say, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much disappointed. I'm very disappointed. How much for the little girl? And why would you be disappointed? Well, I mean, um, I said, why would you be disappointed? Well, he's disappointed because uh, Mark uh, Caruso was supposed to call in and sing this Gloria song for Frank oh, as part of the bet that he lost. And what you was know, the bet? Uh, I don't remember. If. Uh, uh, if the Bruins were the one, uh-huh. I would have had to sing Dirty Water. Oh, I got you. And uh, if uh, the Blues win, he would have had to sing uh, Gloria. So he sung Gloria and Mark didn't ever call. May you do to me oh, what I plan to do to you. Yeah, Mark, Mark Welch. Yeah. Maybe we just might have to punish him. Yeah, punish him? Yeah, maybe we need to call him. Stage fright. Stage fright. That's what he has. He has stage fright. Oh, my God. Get over there. You're on the radio. This lady's going to be such a bitch. (laughs) Ah. Oh, is that... You got a Mark uh, clip? You got some Mark clips, Eric? Are you shining in my shoes, Frank? <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Dolphins are going to stop for infinity. <laughs> and one day he's going to kill a player on his team. Don't make a fuck out of me. <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking sing, Frank. Speaking of singing. 
Zach, you, you, you did one of the best uh, renditions of O Canada the other morning or the <laughs> other day. You sang better than most Canadians, so my, my hat's off to you, buddy. Oh, cool. Yeah, I changed a few of the lyrics, but you got the gist of it. It was oh, yeah. uh, appropriate, appropriate new words for for what happened. Well, hey, Chad, do you need an interesting stat? Rhythm, hey, Chad, dog, do you want to see my shine box? My shine box. Where's Mark yeah. from? Yeah, his shine box. Boy, that was... Where's, that where's Mark like from? Yeah. Mark's from Boston. He's from Boston. He, he grew up in Revere or Saugus. Okay. You know that part of town? No, I'm just saying. Tom Brady's yeah. the best. I like. Yeah. Yeah, because you went to what? You went to college in Boston, is that right? Yeah, my last half I did. I see. So uh, when were you there? I was there until um, 1989. 89. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I don't know when Mark, Mark was there then. I don't know when he was in college. I don't remember. He's my age, so that would have been probably about a decade later. Mm-hmm. When? A decade later. Oh, a decade later? He's younger than me, no way. <laughs> Well, he's 43. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I'm 10 years younger than him. Well, you're 10 years Perfect. younger than him? Yep. She's t- she absolutely is. That's how the math works. Yeah, I've got a clip of Mark okay. here against Anita Hill. What happened next and telling the world about it are the two most difficult oh, things, experiences of my life. This lady is going to be such a bitch. He referred to the size of his own penis as being larger than normal. Sorry, I'm just wicked smart. And he also spoke on some occasions of the pleasures he had given to women with oral sex. Oh my God, so many sweaters are getting wet right now. He compared his penis size. Hey, guess what else is going to happen? He measured his penis in terms of le- length? Yeah, that's how we are up here, though. Um, those kinds of comments. I'm such a whiny bitch. Stop talking. We're talking here. No, I'm just saying, Tom Brady's the best I like. <laughs> kind of like a best of right there. So fat, the blood type is ragu. <laughs> is he all there? <laughs> there. He has never know, missed a show. He's never missed a show. I'm busy all the time. I'm busy right now. Mm-hmm. And and he did. Yeah, he, this- and he, this is yeah, I had to work y'all into my schedule. 
Yeah, I'm sure. Everybody's busy, you know, and you, I appreciate it when they take time to call our show, and Frank, Frank's hanging on for a, a, you know, payback, and it's not coming. Yeah, because this yeah. time he's driving cab, and this time he's pulling fares, and he has to, he's in hospital zones where he has to turn off his phone, he says, so uh, there's times where he calls in late, but this is about a stretch of it right here. Yeah. He's, maybe he's waiting he's for Frank. Yeah. yeah, he might be waiting for Frank to hang up and say, hey, I, I was ready to call in. Go back to Michigan, his <laughs> wife. <laughs> well, you Fuck you, asshole. No wives, no husbands, no kids. Got it? I'm here What's for that? my payment. And I'm getting my yeah. payback in. And I'm not hanging up until I get my payback. Unfucking believable, eh? If he doesn't pay off on his bet this week, then I'm gonna hang on the phone all next week for his pay, for my payback. He did. He is not getting away with this. He is going to sing glory, whether it be today, whether it be next week, whether it be in two weeks. He's going to be singing Gloria. That's right. When he does show up to sing it, I want to hear it. That's right. Yeah. Well, we'll let you know. Can he not sing? <laughs> Now, I might have done something different. I might have done something different, but at least I would have paid off in some way. Exactly. Because, because if, 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 I, if I couldn't, like, hang on the phone, I would have done a YouTube of Dirty Water at least. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Oh, yeah, they, the real Jason Vargas is back. He just gave up a bullet just, uh, ouch, just hit me in the head. Oh. I got something to make your time worthwhile sticking around, Tank. Uh, now, Tank, did you know that, that Pete Rose used to hang out with Joe DiMaggio? Yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And did you know that they we went to Vietnam together? No. Because I, I got a short clip where, where Pete Rose talked about his time with Joe DiMaggio in Vietnam. Uh, I'll put it on. You can hear it for yourself. He said, well, Joe, the manager's going. I said, I'll go. Put me down. And uh, I spent 22 days with Joe. And we were, we, we were, we were down where the war was going on. You know, we're, we're watching this war go on. And Joe wants to take a shower. I said, Joe, we're not downtown Saigon. He said, I don't give a damn. I'm Joe DiMaggio. we got to take a shower. I'm going to take a shower. And the only way you could take a shower is they had this bad, big bamboo thing. And you, there's a string here. And someone's got to get on a chair and feed the water and pull the string. And the water comes through. And I was the guy that did that for Joe DiMaggio. So I saw everything Marilyn saw. <laughs> and you told all your friends about it? I told every one of my friends. I said, the best way to describe Joe DiMaggio is a penis with a man hanging from it. I mean, this should be the whole of it, just, just so you can give that speech again. Yeah. Hey, I met Pete in person in Florida at his restaurant. He gave me his autograph. Isn't that oh, a great yeah. guy? Now, yeah, he's doing a little bit better than... He's so cool. He's doing a little bit better than Lane Dykstra. You see Lane Dykstra yesterday on Twitter? Yeah. If you don't follow Lane Dykstra on Twitter, you've got to follow him on Twitter. He right, is an absolute yeah. dumpster fire. He is a dumpster fire. This, he, he is a train wreck. 
Yesterday, he went to a Jimmy uh, uh, Jersey Mike, and he yeah. left his yeah, I, teeth. I, he took his teeth out. Oh, and, that, uh, oh uh, somehow, he somehow he lost his teeth, and the restaurant threw his teeth away, so he went diving in the dumpster trying to recover his teeth. And he's tweeting about it, oh a video God. of it, of him looking in a dumpster for his teeth.
two good years of the uh, Colombian economy. Yes. Okay. So we're looking at that way and saying, hey, bud, let's party. You know the story about uh, Dwight Gooden, right? The day after the Mets won the World Series, he missed the parade because he was in a uh, crack house. (laughs) No, literally. He was. Oh, my. Is he still up. The Mets win the World Series, game seven, and the parade is the next day. Uh, they didn't actually uh, win the parade. No, Dwight Gooden. Dwight Gooden. Oh. So Dwight Gooden wakes up. Dwight Gooden wakes up about one uh, one o'clock, and he's watching the parade on TV. And he goes, "Oh shit, I had to be there." <laughs> yeah, he was a party. It's a hell of a hangover. I was just went with the damn hangover. I mean, you ever heard the story about the uh, the airplane ride back from Houston to New York after they won the uh, National League pennant? No, tell me the story. Yeah, they I had they the, were doing they the, uh, having a wild orgy of partying. Basically, you the Mets. This? I I got the video. I got the the audio of that. Do you want to hear? Okay, some yeah, of that? you can do it. Yeah. Right, listen to this. Yeah, listen roll. to this, Deborah. You'll like this. You'll, you wish you were on this plane. <laughs> uh, you really want to know, huh? I don't think this incident would have happened if it wasn't for hard liquor. <laughs> Johnson was just like, we're going to win it all. And we kind of looked around at each other and said to ourselves, you know what? We are going to win it all this year. I mean, we knew we was going to win. We won our division. I mean, everybody in that, that, that lineup on that team, from the manager to the coaches to the pitchers. <laughs> well, I would describe the 86 team as a team that was very confident, uh, very cocky. A bunch of bad boys. Other teams just thought, who do, who do these guys think they are? <laughs> we knew how to be ugly. We knew how to be raunchy. We knew how to be cold. We knew how to talk to reporters. And we would intimidate them. And when we rolled into the season, we realized that nobody could touch it. The best thing about 86 was the chemistry. You had the mix of veteran players and young players. And the fucking groupies probably the best. It was the best year. I mean, that was a, that was probably of all the years. Like '86 is when they peaked. Lenny Dykstra was he was the gambler. We called him Nails. Nails is one of the coolest dudes I ever been around. I remember he used to go up to women's union, come to the game to watch me play. They called me Nails. <laughs> that was his line. Well, well, game six was so intense, I got a hit to lead off the ninth inning that if I didn't get that hit, we wouldn't wouldn't even be sitting here right now because we would have had to face Mike Scott in game seven. I drove it high to right, but the dome's a big yard. It was kind of weird, man. It was almost like the baseball gods came out. They didn't get there. It just landed like a grenade. 
Then Mookie comes up, hits like a humpback liner, and the second baseman mistimes his jump, and next thing you know, we're celebrating. We had just won the National League Championship, and we was on our way to the World Series. We're having a good time. We're drinking, you know, just yelling, you know. We're celebrating out of our mind. Because I was in the jacuzzi, in the, in the world, world pool and everything, with my uniform on, drinking. It was on. We got food and hammer, champagne and sauce and more champagne. And I hate champagne. Champagne burns your eyes so bad. So we somehow made it on the bus. And then from there, there was a, a chartered plane. You know, a lot of fucking people holding the rails, man. One step at a time. It's almost like, if you can picture, like, you had one club, that club closed, you go to the next club, then that club closed, and then the plane became the after party. The plane is in great condition. You know, it's like an ordinary flight that you would take. The only difference on this plane was we had the wires with us. Well, everybody has their seats. The manager and the brass are in the front, you know, in the first class area. Then in, like, the beginning of the plane, you have the milk drinkers. You know, like, Mookie was always up at the front, minding his business. I can't think of any other milk drinkers. I think it was not even Pearl, milk drinker. In the middle, like, Mitchell's in the middle, I was in the middle. So it was kind of middle back. From the middle back, Fucking, we were a train wreck, dude. The Scum Bunch was um, Jesse Orozco, Duxus, Danny Heap. They, were, they had the back row of the plane. Their role was to sit back there, get drunk as ever, play cards, and, and, and make all kind of noise, fake sounds, and we thought it was hilarious. Death called fucking alcohol and drugs. Good energy, good combo, works well together. I, I think some of the wives got a little bit... Like I said, um, a little, I think they got excited, I guess, a couple of guys got excited with each other more than, I guess, we expected. I'm just watching this and drinking, you know, I'm 12 years old, I'm loving it. As Mets, we did a lot of damage to stuff, man, you know, and what ours. Like, the seats were being ripped out. The middle ones are broke straight down so they can play cards on it. You know, deal on that, on that middle seat. It was like, it was like a, like a tornado just came. Crazy, I mean, just throwing pillows, throwing seats. Wives throwing up in the, in the seat pocket. Well, they had to throw up what they could, you know what I mean? Plane is flying and you start, everything starts spinning. They couldn't just, it probably was the best place for them to throw up. Cause it's a pretty good ride. I mean, think about it, you're in Houston. It's not coast to coast, but it's almost coast to coast. So we had a good four hours to fuck that plane up. When the food fight started, I didn't, we didn't really know how it started. A plate of peas and mashed potatoes and stuff flies in the back. Barry Lyons was the bike catcher. One of the guys that drinks a lot too, so we drink. You know, he's passed out with his head down. And Roger McDowell got his whole salad plate, so I put his lettuce, tomatoes, you know, onions, cucumbers, carrots on top of Barry's head. And then Roger put the salt and pepper in, and he's got a fork actually eating it off the top of his head. Somebody said, hey, Roger, leave him alone. They threw a tomato or something at him. Somebody said food fight, and it's, it's all in cracking. Everybody was throwing at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, guys start slinging roads, you know, those, those roads. You had to duck because, you know, you had pitchers on the plane that could throw real good. You know, you just grip them in the air like a baseball. And 
<laughs> it was like, you got a duck. It was airplane food, so nobody eats airplane food. If you could have seen the wives and stuff that had cake all in their hair and everything and food and green beans and stuff, it was a mess. Nightmare on Elm Street. It was fun for us, but it was a real nightmare. When we got off, I, when we walked off that plane, I was like, oh my God, this, this is insane. We had tore up this whole plane. I mean, dude, like a bomb hit that fucking place. I just remember, like, jumping over shit. And Heads up, watch out, over that seat. Wait, that's a body there. Don't worry, keep going. And I remember getting off the plane somehow, seeing the fans waiting for us. Yeah, they were at the airport. Yeah, it was awesome. We got in like, you know, what, four in the morning, three in the morning. I mean, I mean, but that's New York. Frank Cashin gave Davy a bill the next day when we were back home. I'm quite sure it was probably like over $100,000 worth of damage on the plane. When they start talking like that, I start sitting in deep back in my locker. David looked at the bill that Cash gave him to him, and he said, he balled it up and said, we just want you to fucking pin it, and you pay for it. We ain't paying for it. They deserve it. They are on their way to the World Series. They have worked hard, and, you know, they had, they had a little fun. Baseball is different now. Yeah, that was that was after the uh did you like that? Yeah. That was very interesting. Yeah, you pay for it. <laughs> I wanna know if any of the wives took off their clothes. I guess that was yeah. that was the implication. The the, the wives were having way, fun dude. with each other. <laughs> Getting down in the air. Oh. And on drugs in the yeah. sky, can't mean that. <laughs> sure was. Yeah, Tank, do you know, do you know which wives were they were talking about? No. God, no. I guess, I guess yeah, Anna yeah, Benson yeah, was yeah. on that. Unfortunately. Wow. I missed that. What? What wives? I just... I just said, I guess Anna Benson wasn't on that plane ride because she was afterwards. She was a, the wife of one of the pitchers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Anna Benson. That was uh, that was another interesting chapter in Mitch's history. Yeah. Who did uh, she hook up my, with? My brother liked the Mitch. She said that, uh, she said that uh, if she ever caught her husband cheating, she would sleep with every member of the team down to the bad boy. <laughs> Damn! Don't make the fuck out of me. <laughs> I sleep with the president of the company before I sleep with the bat boy. <laughs> do you suck dick? <laughs> do, do you suck dick? <laughs> that, that was a sound clip. That wasn't anything. Now go home and get your fucking oh, shine box. I didn't know what that was being thrown out there. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah, suck dick? You're, you're, you're confusing our guests. Yeah, no, that's right. That's the colonel from uh, I'm trying to pay attention here. That's a Sarge. That's a Sarge. All right. I was going to say, I was on Facebook last night, and I made a comment, my opinion, and this dude bugged me for nine nine statements. 
and called me everything in the book and then finally said, oh, you're cool. You're not angry. You're not a lesbian. You're not a Democrat. I mean, he just kept naming these things, and I'm like, I think I'll just block this SOB and get rid of them. I blocked him, yeah. and then he came to my messenger. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, Why do people act like that? I, I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. <laughs> oh, man, he is. <laughs> he wasn't the man. That's right. He wasn't the man. I won't call him what I did, but he wasn't the man. He's not a man. <clears throat> no, he was not. Yep. And you know, he ad-libbed that whole thing, that, uh, that, uh, that gunnery, whatever the hell his name was, uh, Roy Lee Emerson. Sergeant Armin. Like Sergeant Armin. I'm talking but about the, uh, the, the guy's Marines. real name. Yeah, it's not like he wasn't oh. in the Marines. He was in the Marines, too. If you, uh, yeah, we got watch, that. He, he did that role. The very first time he did that role was the boys in Company C. You can see him doing it the first time, because nobody saw the film, but uh, if you ever come across it, you can see him there playing Gunny or Sarge. Oh, Eric, uh, Eric, I do want to do a broadcast for the uh, Democrats debate coming up at the end of June. You know, really, that's interesting. I think that would be that would be pretty funny. Yeah, I'd like to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Deborah would like it since she's such a big Democrat. You know, she'd enjoy that. Uh, no, wait a minute. <laughs> You know what? You know, I've never been a Democrat in my life. No. You know what? No, you know what? No, no. You know what? You know what? Gonna, you know what they're going to talk about? They're going to talk about the uh, the, uh, the greatness of Karl Marx. Did uh, <laughs> oh, Joseph Stalin was a true hero? <laughs> you hear this? Look, this, this Democrats don't have nothing to talk about. Yeah, you, 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 uh, you hear this new one? This this Ocasio Cortez. This communist oh, in New let York. Oh, pick her ass, man. She is the stupidest bitch I've ever heard. She actually said A- that. A-O-T. She says that uh, she's uh, she's uh, put uh, put forth a bill to make Congress pe- to double the pay of Congress people in Congress because uh, that yeah. will take away the temptation of uh, of corruption. Oh. They're the ones that are corrupt. She's talking out her yeah. ass, man. Like I said, if I ever ran into that her, I would kick her ass. All the way back to where she came from. She's a stupid woman. She doesn't she represent my women. From Brooklyn? Where's she from? Where's she from, Tank? Brooklyn. 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 Yep. Yeah. But I'd kick her ass back to her country. I think she's actually, I've read credible evidence that she's a plant, that she was just an actress that they hired, and they write the lines and she reads them. And there's a group behind her that uh, supported her candidacy and the money and such, because she beat out like a fellow who was in there before. He was incumbent for, what, four terms, five terms, Tank? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And he was a lefty, too, but I guess he wasn't left enough. No, I guess he wasn't. And uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn now basically uh, thinks that the uh, thinks that uh, Joe Stalin was uh, is the, is their hero of Brooklyn. They want Stalin. That's what I heard. 
Oh, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. Uncle Joe Stalin. Yeah. Oh. They kind of forget about the atrocities, so the central planning, what did he kill? Fifteen million of his countrymen, I believe. Yeah. Some of it was deliberate. I'm not sure all of it was deliberate, but definitely some of it was. So that's enough for me. It doesn't work. Well, yeah. maybe it'll, maybe it'll be a, as entertaining as the uh, GOP debate was in 2016, which we I did that one too. You want to hear a clip from that with uh, Trump yeah. and Jeff Bush? Oh, this is funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. The question is, how do we keep America safe from terrorism? Trump says we ought to close that Internet thing. The question really is, what does he mean by that, like they do in North Korea? We should be able to penetrate the Internet and find out exactly where ISIS is and everything about ISIS. And we can do that if we use our good people. You called Mr. Trump unhinged when he proposed banning non-American Muslims from the United States. Why is that unhinged? Well, first of all, we need to destroy ISIS in the caliphate. That's, that should be our objective. The Donald, you know, is great at, at the uh, one-liners, but he's a chaos candidate, and he'd be a chaos president. Jeb doesn't really believe I'm unhinged. He said that very simply because he has failed in this campaign. It's been a total disaster. Nobody cares. And frankly, I'm the most solid person up here. I built a tremendous company, and all I want to do is make America great again. Donald, uh, you're not going to be able to insult your way to the presidency. That's not going to happen. And I do have the strength. I'm at 42 and you're at 3, so so far I'm doing better. Doesn't matter. So far I'm doing better. You know, you started off over here, Jeb. You're moving over further and further. Pretty soon you're going to be off the end. I'm reminded of what uh, FDR's grandfather said. Uh, He said, all horse thieves are Democrats, but not all Democrats are horse thieves. If your eyes are glazing over like mine, this is what it's like to be on the floor of the United States Senate. I mean, endless debates about how many angels on the head of a pin from people who've never had to make a consequential decision in an executive position. But first of all, let me just complain a little bit. It's the first time I've spoken, and several people have had multiple questions, so please try to pay attention to that. He thinks he wants to be this, oh, I'm great and strong on national defense, but he's the weakest of all the candidates on immigration. Marco has more of an allegiance to Chuck Schumer and to the liberals than he does to conservative policy. I want to thank Rand for another 30 seconds because, number one, what he's pointing to is a bill last week, an amendment he voted for that only 10 people voted for. You know why? Because it's not focused on terrorists. It would have banned anyone from coming here. Someone from Taiwan would not have been able to come here. What reckless is is calling Assad a reformer. What reckless is is allowing Russia to come into Crimea and Ukraine. What reckless is is inviting Russia into Syria to team with Iran. That is reckless. And the reckless people are the folks in the White House right now. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are the reckless people. Why are you better qualified to deal with Vladimir Putin than Mr. Trump? Because, I, first of all, I, I know what I don't know. I know what I don't know. I would seek out, as I have, the best advice that exists. I won't get my information from the shows. I don't know if that's Saturday morning or Sunday morning. I don't know which one. Last month, you said you were opening, open to naming Senator Cruz as your running mate. I did. So why would you be willing to put somebody who's a maniac one heartbeat away from the But I've gotten to know him over the last three or four days. He has a wonderful temperament. (laughs) He's just fine. Don't worry about it. 
okay? <laughs> Senator Cruz. Senator Cruz. You have not been willing to attack Mr. Trump in public, but you did you question his attack. judgment. Hey, YouTube fans, I'm Luke Russert. Thanks for checking out our MSNBC channel. Subscribe by clicking... unveiled a plan to eliminate student loan debt and make public colleges free. Here to comment is Senator Elizabeth Warren. All right. Hi, Carl. I'm glad to be here. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so, Senator, yeah, okay. So, Senator, you've rolled out, you've rolled out some ambitious new plans. Oh, yeah, I guess, you know, I'm setting myself apart from the other candidates by saying what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. Whoa, what a crackpot idea. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, well, people, people, people have been very excited about your college debt plan. Oh, you're damn right, Colin. Hey, look, when I went to college in Oklahoma, it was affordable. It cost $2.50 a semester. My dorm was an empty grain silo, and I got a scholarship for playing varsity hoop and stick. <laughs> but look, college debt forgiveness is essential. I, I wish I could be forgiven for what I did in college, but that squirrel family was there, and I already had a broth going. So. All right, well. We fought. We fought. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you really value education. Oh, of course. All I ever wanted to be was a teacher. Because back then, smart girls could be three things, right? Teacher, nurse who gets kissed on the street by a soldier, or dead mother of eight. And do you think, do you think that your proposals are going to help set you apart from some of these other candidates? Yeah, I sure do hope so. Look. Colin, I mean, what a frickin' clown car I found myself in, right? I'm over here working round the clock to give you free college, but oh, look in there, Beto O'Dork did parkour in a Starbucks. Wow. Whoops, I just figured out universal pre-K, but what's that over there? Mayor Pete, but Judge it, Judy, Judy, playing piano and speaking fluent Klingon. Look, I know. As a Democrat, I'm not supposed to say this, but speak English. Frick! <laughs> We're gonna have a fight. <laughs> no, no, no. settle down, Senator. Now, what about that Joe Biden is now officially running? Oh, yeah. Great. Everybody make room for good old Joe, the Amtrak machine. <laughs> what a hero he is. Look, if I lose, I'm still gonna be fighting in the U.S. Senate. And where will old Joe be? Sitting on Rehoboth Beach reading a Tom Clancy novel, picking saltwater taffy out of his veneers. And that's a fight. That's right. That's a good and, fight. And, and Senator, Senator, you were also the first candidate to call for Trump's impeachment. Oh, well, 
Look, duh, Colin, listen, no one's above the law, right? Impeachment is this guy's middle name. That and jackass. But all the other Democrats are so concerned with decorum. It's like the Titanic is sinking and we are politely waiting in line for the bathroom. Who cares? Go ahead, America. Just stick your ass over the rail and dump. I'm a BBP. I listen to her voice, and I think maybe you could do a good Elizabeth Warren. I might could, but I won't. <laughs> I always speak for Trump. Uh, well, I love Trump. You know, I'm in love with the orange man. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, so that 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 gives us a nice uh, a nice slant to our broadcast, I guess. Um, Probably got some good material from that sketch. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic! What a great way, with great characterization of Warren. She's such yeah, a yeah, it was yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, above board. Not really substantive. I, 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 love, I love that yeah. comment. Beto O'Dor. Which one? That was pretty funny. Yeah, Beto O'Dor. Yeah. <laughs> what is he anyway? I mean, I don't know what he is. I don't know what he's yeah. saying. Amtrak conductor. He's talking with his hands a lot. That's what he is. He's oh, yeah, I know. Hands. It looks like he's on drugs. Yeah. And what's his Everybody name? Talk- Fluent Klingon. I get dizzy <laughs> watching him. <laughs> I'm afraid he might hit uh, himself. <laughs> that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Take a breath. So, uh, anything happening today? In uh, anything well, happening today in NASCAR? They're off this weekend on Father's Day. Get this. Oh, Mother's Day, off. they race. Yes, they are. Do you, do you watch well, that a lot? No, well, I used to until Jeff Gordon um, retired. And then I kind of played around with Junior. But um, I watch only, like, the big races. Randy. Oh. NASCAR is on their saying. Okay, the big boys aren't racing. The little boys are racing. You, that's that's his racing. Oh, okay. So I don't the watch little the boys. little boys. Yeah, that's what, what I call. What is that? I that. They used to be called Bush and Winston. Oh. Now they have stupid oh. names, so I just say big boys and little boys. Ah. Yeah, they took away our good sponsorship with Winston. I hated that. You could go yeah. to the game and get free cigarettes. I mean, go to the race and get free cigarettes. <laughs> it would be. I think it'd be pretty pretty cool to be a NASCAR driver if I, if I could if I could do it. But um, I'm you know I don't think they have any Jewish NASCAR drivers. I don't think that happens. You could be breaking look, feelings here. Look, the Martin's what. Martinsville Speedway. I'm. I live 15 minutes from Martinsville Speedway. Uh huh. And when they come to race, when they come to race every year, they come in the same way every year. I mean, like a trailer of, of nothing but 18 wheelers and uh, cars uh, tra- carrying the cars, and everybody gets out on the side of the road, and we I take the whole thing as they go. 
And I, I have met Jeff Gordon and Rick Hendricks four times when they came to Wilmington. And when I had trouble with my knee and I needed some bone cartilage, Rick Hendricks himself put me on the list to find me a, a match. And he found me a match two years later, and I was able to save my knee. So hats off to Rick Hendricks. Oh. He's a great man. That's yeah. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's a big mm-hmm. deal for you because you're a dancer, yeah, right? Was, so, uh, gotta have, exactly, man. <laughs> gotta have your legs. And I, I love Rick yeah. Hendricks for doing that because I was just a stranger. You know, just a stranger. I was there to volunteer was, to give blood, and he was there to help me. I was like, wow, fantastic. But so when yeah. Jeff left, I just couldn't. I just wanted to watch him in the booth. I, now, see, in NASCAR, I looked at the men's look. And even though people didn't think that Dale Earnhardt Sr. was good looking, he was a sneaky little thing. And when he had that look on his face, he was a good looking man. He would look sexy. His, he had a nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> My, <laughs> he really did. And see, Jeff Gordon like had that smile. People. Huh? <laughs> Like uh, like Burt Reynolds used to. Yeah, like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. He looks like, like back, plastic now. Back when he was playing you, Gator, you like Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds yeah. was uh, Burt Reynolds was Florida State, right? Yeah, he sure was. Yep, Florida mm-hmm. State. Yep. Yeah. He he's yeah. way older than me, but I watched him. Oh yeah, I yeah, still yeah, watch him. Yeah, one he, of the he passed away, but uh, he's a great guy. Especially yeah. when Boogie Nights was his last or one of his more recent films. He's still great. Yeah, there. that's the, yeah, that's what I was gonna bring up. Was that yeah, I I, yeah. I got that uh these uh DVD. I I saved that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we gotta. We got a few minutes left. Uh, do you have any clips you want me to play? Anything you want me to pull out of the library here? Any movie clips? Anything? It's up to you. Yeah. You're our guest. Uh, how about shit? Um. <laughs> well, we got lots of shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, pull out something. I'm trying to think of. Is it a... big or is it small? Uh, uh, well, I can pull up something about NASCAR. Hold on. All right, let's see that. Yeah, let's see what I can find on NASCAR. Oh, Ricky, uh, Ricky, Ricky, that Ricky NASCAR yeah, movie, Tal- Ricky. Tal- Talladega Nights. Yeah. Mm. That's it. Yeah, that. Talladega Nights. Yeah, I love it. I broke my back. You like Sasha Cohen a little? Yeah. Bruno? Uh, let me see if I can find it, though. I gotta talk about oh, a fucking yeah. dog dying. <laughs> Casey, Casey. Oh, here we go. All right, you'll like You're this. You're fucking freaky, you know that? What is that? Someone made a tape of something dying or something. Turn that crap off! What's going on? I want this music out of my head! Hey, turn that off! Turn that off right now! (laughs) 
Why did you stop the jazz music? Was it not pleasant for you? No one plays jazz here at the pit stop, okay? So why is the song on the jukebox? We keep it on there for profiling purposes. We also got the Pet Shop Boys and Seal. My name is Jean Girard. And I am a racing car driver just like you. Except I am from Formula uh. I am the greatest one in the whole world. I have been following your career with great interest, Monsieur Bubi. I can't understand a word you said the whole time. Do you eat some peanut butter or something? Yeah, you sound like a dog with peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. I think what you are hearing is my accent. I am a French. You say you're French? We? Oui. We? Oui. No, we are not French. We're American, because you're in America, okay? Greatest country on the planet. Well, what have you given the world apart from uh, George Bush, uh, Cheerios, and the Fi Master? Chinese food? Chinese food. That's from China. Pizza? Italy. Chimichanga? Mexican. Really, smarty pants? What did French land give us? We invented the democracy, existentialism, and the blowjob. <laughs> Those are three pretty good things. <laughs> hey, well, that last one's pretty cool. That's why so nerve. You know, the 69 with the head near the... That bit? We came up with it. We created the missionary position. You're welcome. Ricky Bubby. I have come here to defeat you. Oh, well, there's strikes two and three right there. <laughs> Did you hear what you said? <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to America, amigo. You are fast, Ricky Bubby. But I am fast. You let go of me, you Formula One jazz nut job! Like the frightened baby chipmunk. You are scared by anything that is different. I will let you go, Ricky. But first, I want you to say... Okay. <laughs> that was cool. I like that. That was real cool. Yeah, I bet I've seen I that movie like ten that. times. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah Do you guys watch any NASCAR? Not much. I've been to one race in my life. What about you, Eric? Yeah, 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 from time to time. Not so much lately, but, uh, you know, in season, sure. Been down yeah, to I have I mean, fun. It's fun. It's exciting. All the people and- and you get yeah, to fight. It's like a big party. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. And people show up hours way ahead. And I, I yeah. dated a girl who used to live uh, in Hickory once and got a good sense of it through her. It was a pretty exciting lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah I, li- I like watching racing. But right now I'm not into it. I just listen to Jeff Gordon sometimes, and then I got to go on to my, to my Boston Strong. <laughs> yeah, until Boston gets uh, a NASCAR team, not much. And then they'll start winning that too, right? Yeah. That's weird, <laughs> isn't it? We don't have no team. What's weird is I can't believe we have teams up in the north when it's a southern sport. 
people, the more they added on as the years were going on, Southerners were getting pissed off because instead of having two races at Darlington, they were only having one because they were going to Michigan. Well, Boston does have a team. Boston does have a team. The uh, Red Sox partially own one of those teams down there in NASCAR. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know which one? Uh, Let me see who they own. It's it's like something Fenway Racing. Roush Fenway Racing, it's called. Yeah, huh. I know. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. He he. And they've so he they got some pretty good drivers he, at, and on their team right now. Huh. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out. Cause he's there got go. like four or five drivers. Yeah, Ryan and, Newman. Ryan Newman's one of their drivers. Oh yeah, really? right, Ryan Newman. Yeah, Ryan oh, Newman. Yeah. Ryan Newman and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. are the two drivers. There you go. That I like both of them. Yeah, yeah. And it's owned by them. John Henry, one of the Red Sox owners, and uh, John Roush. Yeah, and the John name of the company is Roush. I did not know that. Is Roush Fenway Racing? Yeah, that. Wow. All right. Huh. Yeah. And speaking of Boston. La yeah. la la la. He is a Welsh cabbie. He is the Welsh cabbie. Ooh, 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 he's the Welsh cabbie. Yay! He's officially Welsh. He's officially Welsh on the bed. Oh, Lord. Put it out in the teletype. Yeah, it's open season right, well, now. Yeah, yeah. Who's more the rat? Is it who's more the rat? Is it Boris or Mark? <laughs> well, tune in next week to he find needs, out. He needs to who's defend his honor. That's all I can say. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we're at, officially out of time. So uh, everybody have a great Father's Day. Um, Deborah, thank you for calling in. You're welcome to call in any time, and we'd love to have you back on on a weekly basis or whenever you can call in. And, uh, All right, I'll see okay. you next week. Frank, thank Sounds you for great. calling. Well read. And uh, well read, thank you so much, uh, as always. And I'm going to take us out with a little uh, little hard hard rock, a little, it's got, I guess, I guess Ted Nugent's from the South. I don't know. He's no, he isn't. Yeah. Good old boy. No, he isn't. He acts like it. He acts like it, but he's not. He's right. from Detroit. Yeah. He's the Motor City Madman. That's why he's. They always call him the Motor City Madman. You're right. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. Well, uh, this is one of my favorite Ted Nugent songs. <laughs>